Hello and welcome. Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com with another call in the podcast series. Today I have a true pioneer of the internet, Lynn Terry, with me. Hi, Lynn. Welcome. Hi, Connie. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm so excited to finally have you as a guest on this podcast series because you're someone that I knew of from the very beginning and you've been online so, so long and you know, we all look up to you and we've learned so much from you and continue to learn from you. So how did this journey begin for you and, and when was that? Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I'm really excited to be here with you. And um, it's always so much fun. We rarely ever have a chance to, like, catch up and hang out in person. And when we do, it's, like, so short. Yes. Anyway, um, yeah. anyway yes, this is my 20th year uh, working from home and online. And it's been an amazing journey, amazing couple of decades. As far as when and how it started, gosh, I was uh, 23 and I just turned 43. So I was really just young and naive and inexperienced, and I was like, I'm going to quit my job and start a business. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seemed like such a great idea at the time and turned out to be a really great idea. Um, but it was just, uh, you know, not like I didn't have much to lose. You know, there wasn't much to risk. And um, I just, you know, had a very low-paying job and a big family. We were always broke. And I was like, what's the worst that can happen? And the interesting thing, Connie, is, Obviously, the Internet has changed and evolved so much in the last 20 years. So how I've started and what I've done is all somewhat irrelevant, but not really. But it was the base things that really got me through the entire time. For example, that question, what's the worst that could happen? I still to this day use that, and I call it my worst-case scenario exercise. Anytime I feel anxiety or nervous or anxious or doubtful, you know, self-doubt creeps in or something yes. about a project, or about something I'm, I want to do next, some big venture in my business, I go back to that very beginning of my business and say, what's the worst that could happen? And I love by doing that. that. Yeah, yeah. by doing that and journaling it all out, I'm really able to um, analyze it from a more logical perspective, determine, you know, okay, here is the worst thing that could happen, and if it does, then what? And it really has kept me putting one foot in front of the other quicker you know, more more quickly, faster than I guess I ever would have otherwise, if if at all. Okay, that makes that makes sense. And you know, something that I started to learn from you early on, and then I kind of got caught up with other things. It's about niche sites, and you have a wonderful program for that. So I, I want people to go over to ConnieLoves.me forward slash Lynn. That's L Y N N, the traditional spelling, and you can see what you have there. How did you get started with niche sites? Well, you know, I've always worked in interesting little niches, um, you know, and it started out as hot markets. Like, I was really into hot markets for a long time, and I've tested pretty much every Internet marketing strategy or method there is out there along the way. So, you know, back in the day, I was doing eBay and um, um, and then AdWords and, you know, just basically all of the kind of hot trends or whatever. But I always enjoyed hot markets and things that were trendy at the time. So, uh, mass car collectibles were really big in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, you know, eBay, of course, was hot anything and everything on eBay for a really long time. And um, like the year, I think it was 2004, that the Cat in the Hat movie was the big Christmas movie. Yes. I really capitalized on that and um, did well selling Cat in the Hat merchandise as an affiliate. And used Google AdWords, that's back when AdWords was really hot. So I've always been into niche marketing. 
you know, micro niches, trends, hot topics, you know, whatever was hot. And um, I got more into evergreen or long-term, you know, type stuff, I don't know, in the last decade, I guess. But for the last five five years, a little over five years, I've been working um, in the low-carb weight loss niche and really big into science. So food science is just really appealing to me, the whole, you know, food geek part of it, science geek part of it. So I'm just having an absolute blast in that, and I've been running that one steadily for, like I said, over five years. Yes, and I've followed you with that, and I love that. I I wasn't even a low-carb um, thinker. I you know I just didn't even think in terms of that because I thought, well, I don't eat that much bread, so that's not. It's just not a big deal for me. And I started following you, and now I just I really look forward to everything you share, the pictures. And I've been with you in. Uh, we were in Toronto, and you were taking pictures of the food and everything. And I thought, boy, <laughs> yeah. I just you know you take that to that extreme level. That's so important with you know success kind of overall where you can't do just yeah. the minimum, you do the maximum. <laughs> exactly. And it's so much fun. Um, I, I mean, I'm not only am I basically monetizing my own life, you know, because it's something I'm into, something I'm researching, something I'm doing all the time anyway, which I always recommend when it comes to niches, is pick something that is ingrained in your passion, your life, your lifestyle, or that you want it to be so that you can move in that direction, um, so that life and work become kind of one and the same and lots of fun. So I just went on a big hiking trip yesterday. Last week I was on a big kayaking trip and kind of working in the low-carb foods I was eating along the way, the exercise I was getting, you know, things like that, and just working it all in so it's endless amounts of social media content, blog content, etc. more than I can ever even publish, actually. Yes, yes, because finally, yeah, there, there's just so so much information out there. It's uh, it's fantastic. Well, you have a wonderful blog that you've had for a long time. It's clicknews.com. Am I correct with that? Yes, clicknews with a Z, clicknews.com. Okay, all right. Now, when did you, because I remember I had an event with Dr. Jeanette Cates. We had put on a, a variety of events together during 2009, 2010, and she used your blog as the example of how we should be setting things up and what we should do, and we discussed it. And at that point, I thought, well, gee, I know who Lynn Terry is, but I haven't been following her blog. What's wrong with me? So how did that get started? <laughs> and tell us about the platform that it started with, if it was different than what I'm thinking, perhaps. Yeah, and you know what? I need to look it up as far as the exact date, but I think I'm in my 14th year blogging at Click News. Hmm, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, did I haven't run out of things to say yet? But then if you know me, well, <laughs> that's probably not surprising. But um, anyway, the I actually started on blogger.com, and that was probably in 03, maybe 04. But I actually started on blogger.com, and that didn't really last very long. And to be honest with you, like most things, and I have to say I'm the caboose on every train. I don't jump on top of everything the minute it comes out. For example, I've not done Facebook Live video yet. Shocker. No, me either. But me either. I'm waiting I'm for other people very to perfect slow. it more. Yes. Anyway, so um, I when I first started, I just got on blogger.com, and I, I think my very first post said, um, I don't see the point in this. Nobody's reading it anyway, and I actually have work to do. That was my <laughs> very first post. And it's actually still out there somewhere. And um, eventually I really kind of got into it, and then I moved over to WordPress pretty quick. And I, uh, there's just so many benefits to WordPress over Blogger, obviously. Now we all know that. But anyway, um, the point is that I really got into the story of it 
I really, and of course the audience, you know, was built along the way, but even before I had a, a larger audience, I just really got into the story of it. I've always liked to journal, you know, as, as a personal thing. So I just, it was really interesting a uh, way for me to document what I was working on. So it became kind of a an interesting kind of done list or something, you know, at the end of the day I would blog about, you know, things I discovered that day or something cool I found or what I was working on or how, you know, what results I had. And it was, so it was kind of for me like, public journaling, but the story of it is what was really fun. And that's what I enjoy most on my low-carb blog. And what's funny is I'll meet someone, you know, I'll host low-carb lunches all over the world, and I'll meet someone at lunch, and they'll remember, you know, things like two years back, you know, or they'll kind of recite like a short version of my story to me. And it's amazing how much, you know, information people pick up. Um, it's almost, I don't know, surreal, you know. Um you know, to be out there just sharing your story and, and sharing your results and, and things like that and for it to really be impacting and affecting lives. Yes, yes, and definitely what you do, it, it really does affect all of us in such a positive way and makes us think. You're doing things that are thought-provoking, and that's important. I like important. that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What's your thought? When I'm not so? being goofy. Well, we have to be goofy. We have to have fun because... <laughs> That's why we like doing this business because we can we can have fun and we can hike in the middle of the day in the middle of the week and oh yes <laughs> yes it's just it's just amazing but another thing that's Hard important work it is, is yes it's like even though a mentor kind of poo-pooed the idea of blogging you trusted your own instincts and you went ahead and did it and you weren't so concerned about the platform because you knew with technology it could be moved over to a different platform. It just like a sports team that leaves town during the night, our blogs, our sites can move during the night to a new location. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because so many people stress over what should I use for this, what should I use for that, you know, and there's so many options out there. The thing is, I mean, it matters to an extent. You know, you want to get a web host. You want to, you know, choose a webber for your mailing list manager because they're all, you know, the industry leaders, word tracker for keyword research, et cetera. Yes. But if you screw up, you can fix it, number one. You know, if you pick the wrong thing, you can fix that. But the thing is, you're right. It's it's really less about the platform and more about the content. It's really less about, you know, picking this and picking that and making sure everything's just right, and it's more about just doing it. Like, you know, do it wrong even and fix it later. Fix it as you go. And I think for me, um, being less, you know, less OCD and less um, overthinking things has has really helped me to move forward faster. You know, just make quick decisions, make quick fixes, keep moving forward every single day. Yes, I think that's just kind of the, the single best advice that we can share with people getting started. And speaking of that, you know, many of, of my listeners for this podcast, they are just getting started. They're maybe in the first year of trying to do online entrepreneurship. What would you say to them? What should they, how, how should they be thinking and what action should they take? Never give up, number one. Um, number two, I, I think this is an important thing for everyone to know and kind of really just hold on to, is life is like a ladder. So business is like a ladder. And you are where you are on that ladder. There are always going to be people way ahead of you. There are going to be people already at the top and off the ladder. There are going to be people below you. Don't look up and don't look down. Just know exactly where you are and what you need to do to get to the next rung. And focus on that because otherwise it gets very discouraging. I deal with that, you know, with business and marketing consulting, and I also deal with that in the weight loss niche, um, you know, because people are looking around saying, oh, so-and-so lost 
17 pounds, not only lost three, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so if you get discouraged and jump off the ladder, then then you're off the ladder. That <laughs> <So laughs> doesn't make any proper sense. Um, so my advice is just stay focused, know exactly what you want to accomplish or achieve in your life. Your goals don't have to match anyone else's. So if you don't want to be a multimillionaire, if you don't even like yachts, so what? I don't either. Um, live your own life. Do it your own way. That's what being an entrepreneur is all about. It's about having the um, flexibility and the freedom to make those choices for yourself. And my another thing I say, you know, going back to, you know, don't give up, don't, uh, whatever is, push forward, make it happen. So when you fail, that's a great, that's a lesson learned, that's, you're just learning what doesn't work, which is great to put in your hat, and then you keep moving forward, you fix it. But if you don't ever do anything wrong, or don't ever do anything at all, you don't have anything to fix, you don't have anything to work from. So just... You know, consistency, I will say, too, is more important than, like, how much you do or how fast you do or anything like that. So you've only got 30 minutes a day because you work a day job or whatever the case. Then that 30 minutes a day, as long as you do it consistently, is going to count. It's just like exercise. You know, just because you only have 30 minutes a day, if you decide not to do it because of that, obviously you're never going to get in shape. Same with business. You can accomplish a lot in a short amount of time. In fact, I often accomplish more in a short amount of time simply because it forces me to focus on the highest priorities instead of like goof off on the Internet all day. Okay, great, great. That's such wonderful wisdom, Lynn. I appreciate you sharing that so, so much. Where do you see Internet marketing going? Because you've you've seen the changes from the very beginning you know, I came on uh, 10 years ago, so I've seen a little bit, but I don't seem to have the vision that you have. What what would change in the next few years that people could be conscious of and move toward a little bit maybe? Wow, that's such a great question. And I guess I would have to look up from the keyboard long enough to, <laughs> uh, to know. Or, I mean, because, you know, when I'm not working, I'm, out, I'm playing hard um, off the grid, you know, like, really playing hard and and you've probably seen some of the photos lately. Yes. I so to be honest with you that I, that is a really good question and in it me for me personally I think getting really grounded in your niche and making sure that you are not dependent on a company, a, a merchant, a product, anything but more so a topic and more so that your business revolves around you and you're marketing yourself. So I think that's really important right now. Um, social media obviously is, it's like, it's always going to change as far as platforms go. So let's say, for example, we're not using MySpace anymore. Well, most of us. Maybe I am. <laughs> Are you? Are you, you still know, on MySpace? No, I'm on ID. Anyway, I'm, I'm kidding. Anyway, so the platforms are going to change, but you need to be very firmly grounded in social media. You need to be creating a good solid history, a good quality social media rank. Uh, making sure that you are not spamming and just using it to drop links and, and realize it's a two-way communication channel and actually using it for that. I think that's incredibly important moving forward because social media is not going to go away. It's just thriving and feeding and flourishing. And so make sure that you really claim your space there and take advantage of all of the amazing opportunities, not just to build an audience and to increase your reach, and quote-unquote get traffic, but also connecting with market leaders, authors, podcasters, merchants, you know, um, uh, big name brands, you know, things like that, and making those relationships really count. So 
Um, I think more than anything, if I had any advice to give, it would be it doesn't matter what the trends are. It's the basic business concept of, you know, build, build a business that can change, that's fluid enough to change with the changes of the Internet. Because things are going to change. There are people who quit working online when Google AdWords tanked for affiliates or when they raise their prices. There are people who, um, you know, quit when, uh, you know, Google Panda updates and, and SEO was, you know, harder. And instead, if you have a business that's not dependent on any of those things that come and go or that are going to change in the future, but you have a solid business that's fluid enough to survive all the changes of the Internet because people will hunt you down and find you if they can't find you in Google, you know, or, or whatever the case, you know, if, if MySpace goes away, they're going to be like, I've got to find her on Facebook now, you know. <laughs> and you need to be that person you know, and uh, be easy to find, be, you know, be in the places where it's appropriate. But it's about building your business instead of, you know, Google AdWords, for example, back in the day was good money for me. And, but it, what, that's not a business, and it's not a business model. It's a way to make money online. There's a big difference between an online business and making money online. Yeah. So if you're just using a specific trend, you know, like the this method or the that method, um, and you're making money, it's going to go away. It always does. But if you have a solid business and then you use those marketing methods while they're hot and while they're working really well, then that's smart business. You, you just blow me away with, with all of this, Lynn, honest, honestly. Um, yeah, it really makes me think. And um, one of the things is, you know, social media, I kind of have taken it for granted, and, and perhaps I'll take another look at that and uh, and see what it is I'm doing there and, that type of thing and uh, everything you're saying about business, these are things that I think we need to be reminded of on a regular basis so that we can build something that will sustain us no matter what. Yeah, for like two decades. <laughs> like yeah, I haven't yeah. had a job since 1996, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> which that's is, that's an amazing, amazing. thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because I know when I came online, there were people that were still complaining about all the changes with AdWords and also AdSense. That was something else. They they were still complaining, and I thought, oh, they're living in the past. You know, I'm I'm new. I'm just getting started. Let's talk about what might work right now. Mm. <laughs> and that was a strange yes. concept for them. And you can be, you know, disappointed or, like, upset. Like, for example, you know, the big AdWords shift in 04, I think it was when they um, tanked affiliates on AdSense, I lost to the tune of 60 grand in annual income overnight. However, that was that was money on the side. That was side income for me, something I was doing on the side. And so you can be like for about five minutes and then you need to get up off it and, and get back to work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh because <laughs> it is deflating, you know, when something major like that happens or you get completely de indexed out of Google or this or that. But you just you come back where it counts. And that's what business is all about. That's what being an entrepreneur is all about. And look, the only consistent thing on the Internet is change. So if you can't handle a little change, it's not the place to be working. Yes, and I know with me, uh, I was in real estate, and when everything went computerized, because we used to use microfiche, if you can remember back mm. that, that far, and, and we did that for, for everything with real estate. And when it went computerized, a lot of people left real estate rather than change their offices over, they said, no, it's too much for us. We're, we're gone. We don't want to learn something new. And they went out of business, and some of them were, you know, 50 years old. They weren't 65 or, or older. 
Right. They just wow. they it's weren't willing well to do that. Yes, yes. It just it, it was real crazy back then, and I was trying to help people change the office offices over because I knew a little bit about computers. And nope, mm-hmm. they didn't want to hear that. They just they wanted to focus on the negative, and off they went. But then it made room for all the new people coming in. So that was that was how that worked. So thank you so so much for being my guest today. I want people to connect with you at clicknews, that's N-E-W-Z.com, clicknews.com, and also take a look at connieloves.me forward slash Lynn, L-Y-N-N, so you can find out more about, uh, it's. It, tell me exactly what it is, the niche? Niche Success Blueprint, which is basically a step-by-step blueprint that teaches you how to be me, <laughs> or exactly, <laughs> you know, how I've achieved the success that I have, the niche success that I have, so... It's Incredible. it's a lot of fun. It's it's step by step. It's really detailed. All right, because I had some introductory lessons to that, and I was one of the people that let it go by the wayside. I didn't follow through and do it. So I'm going to go back and look and see what I have, <laughs> and go through it again. You'll love those, it. Yeah, those niche sites. It's so important. I know the lessons that that I did go through, the, the introductory ones that that you let us have one time from your site. They were just incredibly. Uh, value packed and and the way that they read and the way that we could take action was so step by step it was in a forward direction and shame on me for not following through with that well everybody has their thing and and I say the timing you know when the timing is right and you it'll be there for you when the timing is right yes yes that's that's with so many things <laughs> all right again this is Connie Reagan Green from hugeprofitstinylist.com Be sure to subscribe to all the calls in the podcast series. And thanks again for being my guest, Lynn Terry. Thank you, Connie. I enjoyed it.